You can have style and quality with Country Auto's Havel. Or have the complete opposite with JB. JB for breakfast. For Country Auto's Havel. It's new car thinking, 92.9. Here's a light-hearted look at what's going on in the world of entertainment with The Feed. Been reporting on this one for a couple of weeks now. The messy divorce between Phil Collins and his fourth wife, Oran Seavey. So basically, uh, he's got a $55 million mansion in LA. They were living together, but no longer married. They divorced a while back now. They've moved back in together. And she's, um, she's basically gone off and got hitched back in August without telling him, then moved back into Phil's mansion and has basically taken over the joint, booted him out, and has literally at one stage there, I don't know whether they're still there or not, but, like, had armed people there to stop him moving back in, and he's got all his, like, musical memorabilia, probably, like, a room full of Grammys and stuff like that in there that he can't get to. It's gotten to court now, and all the court papers and all that, were filed away and lodged. Uh, she's accused Collins of reneging on his deal to give her half of their $55 million home. But she also painted Collins, age 69, as a hermit who never washed or brushed his teeth for several months. The 46-year-old also claimed in the court papers that Collins started drinking heavily in 2017, popping prescription pills alleging that he'd often fall down from the combination of prescription medicines and excessive alcohol. He even apparently collapsed on stage when performing because he was so impaired he couldn't even stand up. He's been depressed, withdrawn, abusive, following an operation on his back and has become increasingly addicted to antidepressants and painkillers, but apparently didn't wash or shower for months on end nor brush his teeth. Sounds to me that there certainly was something in the air tonight, that's for sure. All Havels come with a seven-year unlimited kilometre warranty. Sadly, for our boss, JB doesn't. JB for breakfast. For Country Autos Havel. It's new car thinking. 92.9. 6.52 on the 11th of the 11th, where on this day at 11am in 1918, the guns on the Western Front fell silent after more than four years of continuous warfare. The Allied armies had driven the German invaders back, having inflicted heavy defeats upon them over the preceding four months. In November, the Germans called for an armistice in order to secure a peace settlement, and they accepted Allied terms that amounted to unconditional surrender. The 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month attained a special significance in the post-war years. It was a moment when hostilities ceased on the Western Front and became universally associated with the remembrance of those who had died in the war. The first modern world conflict had brought about the mobilisation of over 70 million people and left between 9 and 13 million dead, perhaps as many as one-third of them with no known grave. And the Allied nations chose this day and this time for the commemoration of their war dead, lest we forget. New car thinking is country autos. Sadly, JB thinks more about donuts, rabbits and coffee. Each to their own. 
for Country Auto's Havel. It's new car thinking. This is JB for breakfast on 92.9. And it gives me great pleasure to have a chat with Darren Chester, the Veteran Affairs Minister. Darren Chester, thank you so much for your time. Great to join you, Jared. It's a very different Remembrance Day 2020 this year. We'll go through um, uh, some of the ways that people can pay their respects in just a moment, but it's such an important day for us all to just uh, show our respects at 11 o'clock today. Yeah, you're right, mate. 2020 has been a a funny year, a challenging year, a difficult year for all of us, and for commemorative events like Anzac Day and now Remembrance Day, we really have been uh, discouraging people from gathering in large numbers for health and safety reasons, obviously. But that doesn't mean we can't pay our respects and we still do it privately. And I guess at its heart, these days are really about personal reflection anyway. It's about us taking the time and thinking about the service of others and and being thankful for that service. And, you know, throughout our nation's history, uh, right across the Tamworth region, right across regional Australia, thousands of men and women have served in uniform. And sadly, 102,000 have paid the ultimate price to secure the freedoms we enjoy today. So today's the day we, we thank them for that service. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right there. What are some of the ways that people can pay their respects at 11 o'clock this morning? Well, really, we're keeping it pretty simple this year. We're just encouraging people to take that one minute's silence at 11 o'clock. So, you know, pause from your busy life just to take the time to think about the things you're thankful for in the community. I, you know, you look around your beautiful region and uh, the people who work in your community have been able to do some magnificent things in delivering uh, the great community you enjoyed today. But that community only came about because we had the men and women in the military who were prepared, first of all, in World War One, but then again in World War Two and, and then conflict since then, uh, to defend our freedoms. And, and then you think about, or I think about this year also, mm-hmm. the young men and women in uniform who've helped us out with bushfires and, and with COVID-19. So that culture of service in the military is continuing today. And a lot of people from the Tamworth region right across uh, New England and across uh, regional Australia serve in, in our military. And I just want to, on Remembrance Day, thank them for that service to our nation. Yeah, no, you make a very good point there because it's, it's quite often on these days we do reflect back on those conflicts and those that have served. But you're exactly right. The military have helped us out with so many of those other things, and especially this year with, um, as you said, uh, helping out with uh, some of the COVID-19 relief efforts and also, of course, the bushfires over summer. Well, the nature of Remembrance Day itself has changed over the years. It started as Armistice Day after World War One, and it was renamed Remembrance Day after World War Two to bring that conflict into play. And I guess now it's about recognising all those who served and continue to serve. And, you know, in our veterans in our community, a lot of our veterans uh, are doing some great work in the community, and we need to uh, remember uh, their service as well. So I think it is a day for Australians just to take that time, take a minute, uh, think about uh, all the great things we get to enjoy today, but recognise that, a lot of people had to do some really tough things to get us to this position. And, uh, you know, if we stick together, and particularly in these COVID times, we stick together, we'll get through this. I mean, our nation is a very resilient nation. We've got through tough times before. And, you know, um, Jared, there's still about 12,000 World War II veterans with us today. So they're all well into their 90s now, and, and they are an inspirational generation. They they grew up after World War One. They, they survived the Great Depression. They fought in World War Two, and then they built the nation we enjoy today, and they're still with us. And uh, today I'll be thinking about a few of those old guys I met as well. Darren Chester, the Veteran Affairs Minister, thank you so much for your time, and uh, we'll definitely be paying our respects at 11 o'clock this morning. No, thank you very much, and I really appreciate your interest. All Havels come with a seven-year unlimited kilometre warranty. Sadly, for our boss, JB doesn't. 
JB for breakfast. For country autos have It's new car thinking. 92.9. That is David Getter and Sia. We are checking out her top 10 songs this Saturday morning as well from 8 o'clock here at 92.9. 14 past 7, JB for breakfast. All thanks country autos have It's new car thinking. Yesterday, Tony, we were chatting about the fact that hot water apparently is just as effective at cleaning up your floors and all that than half of the floor cleaners. So it got me thinking people's sort of home remedies that they've got, you know, those little tips and tricks usually with, you know, crap you got lying around the house, you know, baking powder, which you never use, and vinegar. Yeah, vinegar's one, a big one. My mum loves vinegar. She's all about Vinegar for everything, yeah. Yeah. It's good for um, rabbit urine if you've got rabbit (laughs) wee in your house. Uh, what? A bit of vinegar on that it, off so you go. Random. What, we, to get rid of the smell? Yeah, and the colour too. Oh. If you've got a bit of rabbit urine in the carpet, anyone for, out there for, listening. For, for everyone out uh, there who's got a bit of rabbit yeah, urine in yeah, the carpet. A bit of vinegar on it, off you go. I wonder if your Beautiful. landlord's listening. <laughs> <laughs> so I've heard. Um, this is an interesting one. From oh, Before we get into the far-fetched ones, some of the more... Run of the mill ones. Yeah. Stacy, honey and marshmallows for a sore throat, apparently. That just sounds nice. Def- I like that. Definitely with the honey. Not, I'm not sure about the marshmallows. Yeah, I haven't heard that one. What do you melt them or you just eat it? I'm just, I think you just eat it, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, Emma says AeroGuard apparently removes permanent marker off walls. No way. Spray a bit of AeroGuard on it, off you go. That's good. I like that. Uh, I'm not going to try it. Also in a rental. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Someone here said you put a band... So Brooke says, I put a Band-Aid over my belly button when I'm travelling through windy roads and eat salt. (laughs) Is this your life story, Brooke, or is this going somewhere? (laughs) And eat salt and vinegar chips and it stops me feeling nauseous. Uh, I can see the chip thing. I don't know how the Band-Aid on the belly button comes into it. Is that just a personal thing, Brooke? I don't know. (laughs) Maybe you should have kept that one to yourself. (laughs) Um, And then Robbie says, get rid of mice and rats in ceiling and sheds. A cup of flour mixed with a small teaspoon grouting or cement in butter container, safe for dogs and cats. Oh, I like that. I mean, I don't know if it works, but I like the, like, alternate to po- poison. Yes. I thought he was going to – I thought that was going, like, a cup of flour mixed with rat poison. And I was, <laughs> <laughs> okay. and I was like, duh. But I, that's interesting. Does it kill them or do they not like the smell of the flour and the cement and grouting? I don't know. That's that weird. They, oh, I, I think I know what it is. This is a bit more sinister. Cement or grouting would be poisonous, wouldn't it? Maybe the flour attracts the rats. They eat it. And then they eat it and they die from the grouting. Maybe. Is that maybe what it, this I don't know. Dark, don't you, I mean, I think if it's, if it's a safe option for other, like, animals, yes. that's probably better yeah. anyway, so. Yes, very true. You've got one. Oh, yeah, mine's kind of like a makeup-specific one. Yeah. So for all you guys and gals out there that... Love a bit of foundation. If you have a makeup sponge, yep. the best way to clean it is to put it in a bowl with some water and dishwashing soap yep. and then just microwave it for like 10 seconds. And I'm telling you, it gets all of the makeup out. Wow. All of it out. You put it in the water so you like yep. submerge the, yep. the, the sponge. Yeah. And does the water go funky? Do you seal no, the foundation it, in the water or yeah, is it like yeah, magic? Yeah, oh, okay, basically yeah. like suck, no, it doesn't oh. dissolve it. It like sucks it out of the yeah, sponge right. basically. You do need to kind of rinse it afterwards but seriously gets it so clean. 
that's cool. Mm. I like, see, this is where science is awesome. You yeah, know, we need a yeah, scientist true. in here to explain why that happens. See, that fascinates me. The science you learn at school about atoms and all of that, I don't care. But yes. you tell me why the the hot, the dishwashing soap and chemistry. 10 seconds in the micro zaps it out, I'm all ears. Do we have a chemist listening? <laughs> yeah, tell us why, yes. please. And I don't mean like pharmacy chemists. Like you no. probably know a little bit, but... Nah, we want like a chemist chemist, like in the yeah. lab with the white coat. Yes, that's <laughs> 18 past seven, your home remedies on our Facebook page. And, of course, that could make you our Facebooker of the week and win $20 to head down to celebrations on Gunganoo Road. All Havels come with a seven-year unlimited kilometre warranty. Sadly, for our boss, JB doesn't. JB for breakfast. For Country Autos Havel. It's new car thinking. 92.9. Gladys Berejiklian, she's added her voice to calls to change some of the lyrics for the Australian national anthem, Tony. Um, she's what does she at, want to change? Well, she wants to change the word of advance Australia Fair from young and free to we are one and free in a great way to better acknowledge the nation's indigenous history. Do you I feel the- like that's a real, like, fence to a move. It's like people are calling for something new. Mm. She's like, well... I want to keep everyone happy, so I'm just going to change one word. And it's like people will get angry about that and Mm. people will get angry that it's not enough. So Mm. I don't know whether, like, one word is really... She said here apparently the anthem's been changed at least once in her lifetime already. I wasn't aware of this. I feel like it's been changed multiple times. Like, my mum used to sing God Save the Queen at school. So, like, it's really not like it's been around for that long. I think 81, I think the referendum on the national anthem was held. I'm pretty sure 81, 82, something like that. All the the states approved it except WA, surprise, surprise. They didn't want to go to it. So they are clearly showing their true colours again. I only took 30, 40 years. (laughs) Come back with a vengeance. I didn't realise this apparently used to be... This is according to the Premier, who I'm going to assume has all the ducks in a row with facts here. All right, we're going we're gonna to Probably knows more than Wikipedia. I haven't even put this through. <laughs> haven't even fact-checked this one. She says she remembers learning Australia's sons let us rejoice and then that got changed to Australia's all let us rejoice. Oh, so, well, she's older than me and I definitely didn't hear that, but... Uh... Yeah, no. And you're exactly right. Obviously, we used to do God Save the Queen and my parents, like, no disrespect to them. It's just a generational thing. My my parents, they they can rattle off God Save the Queen. Oh, so can my mum. And she is not a monarchist at all. No, no. Nah. But she can sing it because they sung it every day yeah, exactly. at school and whatever assembly. Day, you know? Yeah. And but every my parents period. struggle <laughs> with Advanced Australia Fair. They, you know, because they just they didn't have to sing it every day at school because yeah. it got adopted yeah. as our uh, national anthem after they'd left and they just, you know, they kind of totally. know it. But uh, So there's, like, bit. generations that are still, like, alive, multiple generations still alive that don't recognise this song as the first one they had. So mm. I don't see why it's such a big deal to maybe ask again, do we have a better song? Mm. Yeah. And if she's talking about, what was the lyric that she's saying? She uh, wants- uh, uh, we are one and free instead well, of young and free. I know a great song where they sing we are one. And we are many. Oh, yes, of course. And I'm just going to uh, give, that is the, give Gladys am... a buzz and say, hey, if you like the We Are One, there is also a song that says that already in the lyrics and it says we are many because I think we are. Mm. Like Australia has never been like one 
you know, group of people. The modern day Australia is made up of many. Many. Yeah. So there's a song with those lyrics already, people. I'm just saying. Do you think instead of, so you're basically saying instead of just changing one lyric in it, you think it should be a wider discussion of maybe, you know, another referendum on whether the song changes completely, like a whole new song, not just changing a lyric, just go out there and here's a list of four or five songs, off you go. I reckon a song that acknowledges the diversity in our country would be fabulous. New car thinking is country autos. Sadly, JB thinks more about donuts, rabbits and coffee. Each to their own. For Country Autos Havel, it's New Car Thinking. This is JB for breakfast on Manny 2.9. Moment first, fact check time. Thank you very much, Jeff, for submitting this. We are chatting before about Gladys wanting to change the national anthem and, well, some of the lyrics for the national anthem I mentioned uh, in my diatribe before that I'm pretty sure it was WA that was the only state that voted against having advanced Australia Fair as our national anthem. Thank you very much, Jeff, setting through the correct facts. My apologies. Uh, every state voted for advanced Australia Fair as our national anthem in the 1977 plebiscite on the issue, except South Australia that voted for Song of Australia as the national anthem. They were the only one that bucked the trend. Uh, 43% of us voted for Advanced Australia Fair. Waltzing Matilda came through at 28%. Sticking with God Save the Queen came in at 18%. And Song of Australia at 9%. So thank you very much, Jeff, for clearing the air there. Thank you very much. Get a new Havel from Country Auto's Havel and enjoy that new car smell, which sadly JB's rusted 1991 Daihatsu Charade lost a long, 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 long time ago. Thanks to Country Auto's Havel. It's new car thinking. This is JB for breakfast on 92.9. put on Facebook yesterday, uh, when did I last get a haircut? I put a photo up of my hair and then you had to literally get the closest as to when I last had a haircut. I feel like the length of hair over your ears is a very good telltale of how long it's been. Yes. <laughs> I've had a haircut since you've been here, so there's a bit of a clue. You have? I need you to settle an argument here, though, Tony. All right. Someone posted on there. Uh, where are they? There's too many entries to go through. Um, guessing? Are they guessing the month or something like that? Yeah, or closest to it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Or the day. So Natasha said in August... Because you came into work just after the haircut and I served you a few days before and didn't actually recognise you because you had had a haircut. Okay, So that's from Natasha who's got like photographic memory from the sounds of things. Yeah. So, and I was kind of thinking, I forgot all about that. People that sort of do know me out there, I was thinking my hairdresser's not allowed to enter this comp. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) So she's out of the running. Uh, But then someone here posted, who was it? Jasmine. Where's all the numbers? What's Mark Zuckerberg done now with all the Facebook sorting things? you got to have all comments, not most relevant There we sometimes. go. Yeah, and then sometimes they don't even all show up either. Yeah, true. You'd think they'd get it right by now, wouldn't you? They've had a bit of enough time. I'm like, Facebook. how do you know it's most relevant? Oh, yeah. let me tell you yeah. what is relevant. Exactly, that's mm. right. Yeah, Mark, if you're listening. <laughs> Jasmine said end of July, start of August. Now, the exact date I've got in my calendar okay, on my yeah. haircut the date? was July 28. Ooh. So do you think Jasmine's the winner with end of, Aug- uh, end of July, start of August That's or close. August from Natasha? What do you reckon? I'm going to have to say 
Natasha, I'm sorry, you just said August. So, like, that could be any time yeah. in August. Could be the end of August. Then you're like a month off. Maybe she meant the beginning, yes, but you didn't maybe. say it. Yes, so true. I'm going the second entry there. All right. End awesome. of July, August is correct. Yes. All right. Well, Jasmine Jones, well done. You're the winner of our mystery prize. So well done. You know what? I think we'll be able to... We'll give Natasha a prize as well. Yeah, she was pretty close. giving it a crack. Yeah. And the fact that she remembered, like, the encounter with you and the hair means... Yes. If she probably did know that it was the beginning of August. She just didn't say it. So we're going to benefit of the doubt there for you, love. Yes, very true. And thank you very much, Sammy, who said January 2020. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a little hard. I mean, pre-COVID. <clears throat> I think we'd have a few dreadlocks if it was that long, oh, let's yes. be honest. No, very true. <laughs> that's it. Charlie in our sales office, who's you know, a little um, follically challenged, uh, he's very jealous, let's just say that. Yeah, he hasn't very had jealous. a haircut since, like, 1990. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Stress S will play next.